Hey, this is John Reynolds with the Connecticut Postal Customer Council, and welcome to Postal Biz Buzz. This week's guest is Melissa O'Mara, Customer Relations Coordinator for the Connecticut District of the United States Postal Service. We wanted to bring back this podcast as a resource in a platform for our PCC members, our industry members. It's been over a year since our last podcast, and we plan on doing these monthly from now on. Melissa, thank you for joining us. Hi, John. Thanks for having me. I am very excited uh, to be here and for us to bring back the Postal BizBud podcast. Yes, we're very excited about that, and we are so happy to have you on. Can you explain your role as Customer Relations Coordinator? I'm sure we have a lot of curious listeners who'd love to know. Yeah, absolutely. So as the Customer Relations Coordinator for the Connecticut District, My main goal is to provide uh, information and assistance to the postal staff and also to our customers. I respond to customer inquiries, um, address changes, uh, resolve any type of issues that they might have, and find ways to improve uh, overall service of the postal service. I work really close with the local post office, uh, all the ones in Connecticut to provide uh, customer service training and guidance to our field employees and to ensure that our customers are getting prompt and courteous, reliable service. Wow, that's quite a mouthful right there. Uh, So what would a normal inquiry uh, that you might have, what would that be like? Uh, So we have a platform um, where customers can either go online or um, call the 1-800 number if they're having any type of issue. Uh, And that then is distributed to either our local post office or up in Hartford to our consumers affairs team. Uh, But some of the inquiries that people put in are package inquiries. Uh, A lot of times if something is delayed uh, or maybe the label on it is damaged or an error, a hold mail request, uh, whether it be uh, just putting one in in general or issues with them, change of address modifications. Uh, those are some of the most common ones that we deal with. Wow, that's that, that sounds like a lot. But so so let's say you were the customer and I, I bet a whole lot of people don't know know this, but where would you go to place one of those inquiries? OK, so there are a couple options. To actually place an inquiry, you're going to either go to USPS.com under the support tab, um, and then it will ask you some questions about like what your issues are and how you, what your preferred contact method is. Um, you could also do this by going to 1-800-ASK-USPS, um, but you can also reach out to your local post office directly if you're having an issue, and they can help you um, right there and then. So you don't have to put in an inquiry, but you're more than welcome to do that also. Wow, that's great. I, I mean, a lot of people probably don't know that, that you can actually go online. Most people's first reaction is usually to call the local post office. But how does the online process go? I agree with you that a lot of people don't know, because even my family members, when I talk to them about like what I do every day, they always say, well, how do you get it? How do you start an inquiry? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, so it is definitely something, uh, newer for the post office. When I say newer, I mean, within the last five years or so, 
Um, there was a, a different process prior to this. Unfortunately, I don't know much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was similar to this, except now it's a lot more hands-on, um, a lot more accountability uh, to make sure that our customers are receiving the correct customer service and responses to the resolutions. That's great. And besides that, I, I think there's some other great postal services that I wish the public knew more about. Uh, for instance, package pickup, another great resource that you can get right off of the USPS website, or you could get your mail picked up. I, I hear a lot from people talking about the, the blue boxes. Sometimes a blue box, for whatever reason, will get removed and people won't know where to put their mail. Where would they put their mail if a situation like that occurs in their local community? Um, so that's actually something that Connecticut is going through right now. Um, the Postal Service does density testing to a lot of our boxes. Um, but if you ever want to find out where the locations are, if you go to USPS.com, um, there is a tab on top um, for find locations and you put your zip code in um, and then you can filter down to just collection boxes, uh, just local post office. Maybe you're looking for a passport facility. And you can click whatever you're looking for, and it will tell you what the closest facility is to that zip code that you put in. Wow, that website's tremendous resource. And we also have an app, right? We do. I actually have the app myself. Um, uh, I I have uh, Informed Delivery and the app, and uh, both of them are really cool. uh, Oh, I love Informed Delivery. Uh, You know, the Informed Delivery is really cool, and, and I always forget that not everyone knows about it. Sometimes I think, you know, uh, being a postal employee, you think that everyone knows about these programs yep. that we offer, but it but it's not true. Um, I talk to the customers every single day, and I'll ask them, "Do you have informed delivery?" And there's quite a few that says, "No, what is that?" Um, you know, and it's when you sign up. It's a free program that the post office offers, and you get emails every single day with the mail uh, that is going to be shown up at your house. Now, this isn't estimated because the images get taken at the beginning of the processing, mm-hmm. um, but it will, you know, tell you almost exactly when your mail is going to come to you, which is kind of pretty cool when you're expecting something. And something I just learned about uh, informed delivery about last week was that if you are sending something out in the mail, it, sh- it will show up on your email also, and it will be as an outbound package. Oh, that is very cool. And it will give you the estimated date that it should get to where you're sending at the destination location. So I didn't know that it did that. And wow. Checking my email, it showed you have one outbound package and when it was supposed to be estimated there. And I was like, really cool. I didn't know that we offered that. Informed delivery is a great thing. It has a lot of great bells and whistles that not a lot of people know about. And especially our industry folks, especially our mailers, they can really take advantage of that because they have the ability to put a color ad into the email. So when you get those pictures, they're all black and white. And so that that color picture will really stand out and you can put a hyperlink on it, link them to your website, wherever you want the customer to go. Uh, It's a great way to do multi-channel marketing because not only are you marketing through the mail, but now you can market through the email as well. And I've read that informed delivery has an incredibly high open rate. So it's very possible that pe- when people open up, they're going to be seeing that ad and they may click on that link, bring you to that website. So I think that's a great thing. And I think we can expect more uh, to come out 
in the future in forms of uh, technological advancements with the post office. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's definitely, it's great for our customers, but it's huge for our industry members to um, provide a way to, to market their business. And there's so many people looking to see what mail they're getting today that, um, you know, mail is for everyone. Um, there's not one person that doesn't. Uh, and that's, there's not many things like that nowadays. You know, mostly it's by like choice or, or, or feelings of if people want something. But mail is a, the one constant that everyone sees. Absolutely. And they say mail is penetrable because of that. You know, you you have internet ads, you can scroll right by, you have television ads, you can change the channel or not be paying attention. The same thing with the radio ads, but mail, whether you want what they're advertising or not, you're going to look at it. And that's the beauty of mail. That's the mail moment, as they like to call it in the marketing world. Yeah. And and I have to tell you, I have two young kids and even now they love it. You know, I loved it when I was a kid and it hasn't gone away. Um, you know, I always say, have you got the mail today? And most of the time it's yes. But if it's no, you know, it's never like a chore to them to do. They're like, yeah, I'll go get it right now. Um, and 90% of the time it has nothing for them in that, but they love it. They love going out there to check the mailbox to see what's in it. And I, I, I hope to keep that, um, you know, for the postal service for a very long time. That's exciting. And yeah, we're, we're not going anywhere. So people can expect that for a very long time. So, Melissa, like the website, you are a great resource for customer relations knowledge, whether it's driving out to assist our own postal management or connecting directly with the customers. What made you want to get into postal customer relations in the first place? That's a great question, John. So I guess let's bring it back to when I first started the postal. Uh, I started my career as a letter carrier. And when I was a carrier, that was kind of my first experience with customer service. I quickly noticed that uh, when you provide customers with quality service and you go above and beyond for them, uh, they become more like friends than they do customers to you. And now I still talk to so many of my parentheses customers um, from when I delivered mail. It's just, it brings me a lot of joy to make our customers happy and to be able to provide uh, the service that they deserve. Um, and I'll, and I, I, I'm sure you've heard before that when you're doing something that you enjoy, it's just so much easier to do. And so that's how I feel about, you know, customer service. And I knew that I wanted to get more involved with our engagement programs. Uh, so I, as a letter carrier, was a customer connect coordinator. Uh, for my local office, which entailed me helping promote products and services to the businesses on my route when I was delivering mail. And uh, that was really cool because as a carrier, you're like the foreface of the, of the post office. They see you every single day. If they have questions, they're going to ask you those questions. Um, and so to go out there and say to them, like, could the postal service benefit you? Um, from someone who they see every day is so much better than hearing from someone on the phone that they've never met before. So it was, it was really cool to experience that with them. Um, and I also helped my fellow carriers find these leads on their route and give support to them if needed. Um, so with a few short steps in between letter carrying, it led me to this position now, and I truly love it. 
Well, that's incredible. The Connecticut district is very lucky to have you part of their team. And it seems like connecting with customers just comes naturally to you. So in addition to that, you also admin the Connecticut PCC and coordinate the events. I was just perusing the schedule. Care to provide some more details for the upcoming PCC events? Absolutely, yes. So I am uh, the local CT PCC admin, which let me mention quick that we just merged from two different PCCs. We were the Northern and Southern Connecticut PCCs, and now we're one. We are the Connecticut PCC. And, And this allowed us to have a full board um, including Postal Co-Chair Todd Holm, who's the Postmaster of Hartford, Postal Co-Chair Thomas Sullivan, who's the Postmaster of New Haven, uh, Industry Co-Chair Art Erkins, who is the Manager of Mail and Print at Sacred Heart University, Industry Vice Chair Dave Higgins, who is from Connecticut Conference of Municipalities, PC Secretary Linda Myers, who's from Allied Printing, and our board member, Michael Smith, from Hearst Media. Um, We have full support from our district manager and our customer relations manager of Connecticut, and we have been going pretty strong these last six months, welcoming so many new members and creating new events. Um, So some events that we have coming up. Are you ready for this? Because I got a lot for you, John. (laughs) I'm ready. All right. Hit me with it. Let's go. We got uh, a webinar on political mail, which is actually next week, February 6th. It's at 11 a.m. And it will be with um, Jim Ritt, who is a senior sales establishment specialist and a national political mail lead. He's from Texas, and he's coming on to talk to not only Connecticut PCC, but South Carolina and Southwest Georgia. And, you know, kind of explain political mailing and and how it works within the Postal Service and how it benefits um, uh, political mailers who are sending stuff out. Um, So it's going to be really interesting and I'm excited for it because I I just I want to learn about it. That's not something that I know too much about. um, So I'm super excited for that one. Are you going to jump on that one, John? Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely going to jump all over that one. I love political mail season, especially this year with the presidential election coming up and the primaries. And there's going to be so many municipalities having elections, too, and the representatives. There's going to be so many customers who are going to be needing our services this year. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's definitely a hot topic. And um, although we're doing this in February, there might be a... Uh, a re- we'll have to redo it uh, in a couple months because I think it's going to benefit a lot of people. Yeah, so for anyone who can't make it to that webinar, we will have another one available for you as well. And um, we, so I, I see here we got something coming up in March, a USPS Zone event with corporate communications. What's that all we about? We do. We actually have two in March. So the Ooh. first one is um, at Sacred Heart University in Fairfield. Um, that one is going to be at uh, 9 a.m. to noon, um, and it will be um, a postal uh, seminar. We'll have a speaker there. We'll provide some breakfast, um, and then we'll have, like, a good networking opportunity. So um, it's definitely something that your your business is going to be able to benefit from. 
um, and a great networking opportunity. And then on March 26th, we have a webinar presented by USPS Zone to speak about utilizing the power of social media and amplifying your brand, which I think is going to be really cool. And it's a brand new presentation that they're putting together for us. So um, that is going to be something you're going to want to jump on. That's exciting. I'm excited about that. And I believe we also have a golf tournament coming up in the not too distant future yep we do so the golf tournament uh is in june uh prior to covid it was one of our biggest events and um there's going to be a lot more information coming about the golf tournament soon so please be on the lookout for it we're going to need players and sponsors for this event um like i said it was one of our biggest events in the past and we're bringing it back we're going all for it so um, we're working on it, and you will you'll get some information about that soon. Um, but I think that it's going to be one of those ones that you're going to want to be at. You know, even if you don't play golf and and you just want to come and and have some breakfast and lunch and and hang out with us, um, I, it's going to be a good time. Wow. So those are some exciting events we have planned, and that's not even all of them, right, Melissa? We got more coming in the works. We do, we do. We have um, in May. We have a data mail one, who is a direct marketing industry. They're going to provide a tour of their facility and how they produce products for their customers. Um, and I should mention that this is actually limited to a small group. So when you see it come out and be available, grab your tickets fast. Um, and there's going to be so much more after that. Uh, we're going to provide webinars and um, learning experiences from you. We're going to collaborate with our industry, our local small businesses, and create really good stuff for you guys. Wow. Well, that's all exciting. And we're excited for the future of the Connecticut PCC and the future of Postal Biz Buzz. On our next episode, we're planning on having an industry guest join us to tell us more about what they do and how the post office helps their business. If you're listening to this and you think you'd like to take part in the fun, give us a buzz and we'll make sure you're on the next one. As a reminder, you can come on here if you're a PCC member. It's free to join and it's worth joining. As we just discussed, the Connecticut PCC has some great events planned with more to come. There's networking opportunities and a chance for your voice as an industry member to be heard. With that, I would like to say that you've been listening to Postal Biz Buzz. We can be found on all podcast platforms, so download us wherever you listen. Melissa, thank you. Thanks for having me, John. Talk to you soon.